on Tuesday, which today happens to be 10 on Thursday. So thank you for tuning in. Anyone that's listening, I really appreciate it. And this is a very, very first for the Specialty Produce Network, I believe. So I, Gina, am sitting here live in Paris. You can see behind. It's a lovely, lovely day. And in the studio back in San Diego, we have the best cheesemonger in the nation, Jessica Lawrence, with hello. us today. And we are going to be talking about, hello, Jessica, how are you? Très bien. How are we feeling? <laughs> Très bien. I love it. That's more than enough. Well, we are going to be talking today because here I am in Paris, and Jessica just got back from an adventure in London, uh, Paris, and Amsterdam, if I've got that correct, right, Jess? Yeah, and a few little places in between. <laughs> In between, exactly. Um, but to give a little bit of background on this, um, all of this came about because Jessica did win the um, Cheesemonger Invitational. Um, and just kind of tell us then how you got the call to get to go to do this and, and experience all this European cheese adventure. Uh, so Neil's Yard Dairy is actually one of the, the sponsors of CMI. So um, this was the first time this year was the first time that they decided to um, have the people who have won CMI come out for like the total behind the scenes Neil's Yard Dairy experience. So uh, Najib, who won wow. the, the summer one last year, he actually went, uh, I think, like a week or so right before I went. And then I was the second one uh -huh. to go. Um, so yeah, it's a really nice. cool new experience that, uh, Neil's Yard Dairy is offering kind of as like an incentive, I think, yeah. to kind of get those cheesemongers excited about, you know, the possibilities of winning and also just get the oh, full experience, yeah. I think, behind what Neil's Yard Dairy is all about. So it was very, very That's special. That's really great. Yeah. Um, and that's, that is super special because not many people can go behind the scenes as you did to, to visit Neil's Yard. So tell a bit, I know you learned a lot because you visited kind of their first shop and a lot of their aging facilities. So tell us, you know, who Neil's Yard is and, and kind of what you initially learned and a few of the things you saw. Yeah, uh, so Neil's Yard is really cool because um, they go around and like hand select, um, I guess what they would consider the best of the best of like uh, UK and Irish cheeses. So it's kind of an interesting mm -hmm. concept because not only are they um, distributing, um, but they're also selling. So they have three shops um, and then they also do exporting to um, several European countries. And then of course the U S yeah. Um, but yeah, they are very like hands-on and from like beginning to end, which is exactly what I experienced. So I went to some of the sure. farms where they would select that cheese to working in the warehouse to then yeah. working in the shop. So you kind of experience from beginning to end during this week. week um, right. The full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A week adventure. So hands-on meant your hands were on. <laughs> they literally were on some cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is really good. Did you get to very mark them like so we know do we will we see that you physically got to touch, you think? No. Just, I didn't like a note inside or something. No. <laughs> I didn't I didn't tag any cheeses up. Um I and I think some of um yeah. most of them will probably be staying over over there. <laughs> <laughs> but see those cheeses right there? I did move some of those. I rotated, rotated some of the Stilton. So when they got a new shipment in, um, we rotated and flipped 
gotta gotta flip the cheese for even aging flip the cheese (laughs) yeah even aging and those wheels are not light right no they're not and tipping and tilting (laughs) yeah and um michael who is kind of uh, in charge of that area um he's very good at what he does and he's very quick so i i hope i was quick enough for him (laughs) to keep up to keep keep up how are your arms Pretty good. I was like, ooh, inside my head, I was like, ooh, I should have probably <laughs> worked out a little bit more before I came here. But I, I think I held before up. You did it. I'm pretty sturdy lady, and you I'm did, used to. Okay. I'm used to yeah. lifting a lot of heavy cheeses, so. Yeah. Oh, that is good. And how heavy are those? About fifteen to twenty pounds, would you say? I think yeah. I think they're about yeah, like eighteen yeah. to twenty. Right. And how many do you think were in the room that you were required to flip? Like how many at any given time? Uh, Ish. Of just the Stilton? Uh, I think there were like, Mm -hmm. oh gosh, I don't know, maybe like 120. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So that is a lot. And do they um, flip them every day to keep them in or a couple times a day? Uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Um, I just helped cause we got like a, a shipment in, so we were rotating, um, you know, okay. FIFO first in first got out. Got it. <laughs> um, yes, but some I of see. the other, I mostly, <laughs> right, right, right. I mostly was working with like the softer cheeses and those, mm-hmm. um, I, f- I flipped a lot of soft cheese. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, cause you that. want that e- even rind development. Um, mm-hmm. so that they are, we are flipping, they're like, monitoring the cheese every day yeah um, and then i think wow it, it's more based on you know feel and look depending on like what rack they're going to sure. um, flip and then they have several different um, right. rooms with different um humidities or dryness so um mm-hmm. depending on like what they told me to do <laughs> I'd either return the rack to like the drying room yeah. if it was like needing to dry out a little bit or just return it back to like the the cooler room um so that yeah. they are flipping quite frequently the the more delicate cheeses like sure. the softer soft ripened cheeses mm-hmm. yeah right I just am a pro way, at flipping cheese. I guess people cheese. don't understand yeah <laughs> you are a flipping cheese is there a good technique do you twist the wrist do you have to be <laughs> gentle? Do you do a quick flip? Is there some technique? <laughs> or... Gentle, gentle's good, uh-huh. and even okay. even spacing between all the cheeses, I think, is the even spacing. Yeah. So, is that um to give more airflow around it for just then even aging? Yes, even exactly. Drying. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all these little things you kind of just think you make the cheese, set it aside, let it do what it has to do. But no, you have to do a lot to it. To, yeah. to make it so, huh? A lot of That's care. That's crazy. That's <laughs> awesome. A lot of care. Um, you also went um, to a place that they make Burkswell, which is an interesting cheese. Sheet milk cheese, right? Yeah. Go so, to a farm or so part of the experience was going on. They do a monthly um, cheese run where they'll go actually visit mm-hmm. the cheesemakers. So like I said, they're okay. very hands-on. And what the... Yeah. I only went on part of the trip which was like a full day so I went to three different locations which is one where they make Burkswell um where they make Red mm-hmm. Lester the um Spark and Ho- mm. Red Lester and um sure. the Stitchelton so um 
Uh. Yeah, so what they'll do is uh, they will visit the cheesemakers and they will actually taste through the batches and hand select uh, the batches that they like to, you know, to bring in for Neil's Yard Dairy. Right. And um, what's really cool about that is not only are they hand selecting them and tasting them, uh-huh. you know, for the particular qualities that they're looking for, but also they are having feedback with then the cheesemakers. And so if there's questions or, or concerns or just like variations, then they can, you know, talk about them there. So um, I think that's right. really cool because there's it's not just like oh yeah we carry this cheese and they send us whatever batches like it's very right like, how many give me ten of them and yeah mm-hmm. much more in depth than that yeah and so it that's was, interesting so do and when when they're buying because the Neil's Yard obviously they're selling cheeses to shops and through their own shops in London but they're also picking these that export to us right yeah so then again. Uh, once it's in the where the, they'll pick the batches to come to the warehouse. And then um, the first mm-hmm. day I was there, actually, um, I was in the warehouse and I went with the sales team and every week they do it, then they do a tasting of the batches because they know um, everyone's like assigned to a different region and they know what their customers like uh-huh. or, you know, what will be good by the time yeah. it gets to wherever it's going. Um, sure. And so then they're tasting in the warehouse as well. So a lot of like tasting, <laughs> I think I tasted, tasting, tasting, tasting. I tasted so much Burkeswell. <laughs> <laughs> you did. And did you notice all the variations? Like, could you notice from wheel to wheel? Yeah, batch there, to batch? there is yeah. some variation. So that was interesting. Uh-huh. And, and they even, while we were at the, the farm tasting Burkeswell, they would discuss some of that, like, oh, you know, like, what do you think? Uh, maybe like why why does this one taste um, is maybe like a little bit drier than this right. one? Um, I mean, of course, there's always going to yeah. be a little bit of variation, especially with farmstead cheeses. But um, it was kind of interesting to see them um, discussing that or giving feedback right. or seeing what they could do. So they're very yeah. like um, committed to the, their cheeses that they're buying and um, to the to the cheesemakers themselves. And it seems like there's right. a really strong relationship there, which is nice. Cause yeah. Between them all. Yeah. That is, that's really great. It, it, it's cause that's all part, part of bringing in the best cheeses is working with the cheesemaker to, to figure out what that best is. Right. And mm-hmm. what, like you said, what people are looking for in, in all the different markets. Yeah. Sure. And makes th- good sense. And then it was interesting because then, so not only does the sales team do a tasting and then selecting in the warehouse, but then the sh- individual shops come in, The ma- like the managers of each shop every week will come in and taste as okay. well and pick what's what they want for the week. So like, imagine if for, I went just to Just for like, the week for their shop. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's like all... That is so cool. How many shops? Uh, uh-huh. Three shops all together. Three shops. Okay. And then yeah. the warehouse, yeah. And then the warehouse. That is super cool. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if you could do that, Jess. If you could actually, wouldn't it be good if we, well, you should fly to England or to Paris or anywhere and, and check for cheeses at each week at least, right? <laughs> I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, t- I'll talk to um, Roger, our money man, see if we can swing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. No, that is really good. But um, I was like, oh. Imagine, like, yeah. if I could go to even just our distributors and, like, hands, like, taste <sighs> the batches and then, like, 
yeah, that's, I think my, my customers will like this batch. So it's really, really, it was really interesting to see, um, that experience, but then also see like which stores, you know, how well they know their customers too. So it was really cool. It is cool, but you do do some girls what you do because you know your customers too, right? Um, and you know, you know, they, they prefer a cheese, like a, a brie at this level, uh, a cheddar at this age, right? It's the same yeah. kind of concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so you could do the same though, because you knew, let's say at your shop, you already had um, uh, uh, cheddar that was super, super dry and aged, but you're like, you know, I could use a little more inventory of something young. Exactly. Kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they have three shops. And did I understand that Neil's Yard started, you said, in, like, 1979, right around there? Yes. Oh, I think so, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No, 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 that's good. But you went, did you get to go to all three of their locations? I didn't. I, I went to two of, a little bit about that. Two of the okay. three. So I actually worked a cheese shift um, at Covet Garden. Um, so that was the first, which is... Um, the the Neil's Neil's Yard Court is right behind that shop, so that's where um, the inspiration for that name came from. There's like a little garden court, kind of like down this alleyway, right in uh, Covet Garden. Um, oh, and so, okay, that's good. And it's called I think it was called Neil's Garden or Neil's Court or Square or something like that. Um, so yeah, so there's Neil's Yard Dairy, yeah. but then don't get confused uh, if anyone's planning to go there. There's also something called Neil's Yard Remedies, <laughs> which is also oh. was inspired by that same garden and took yeah. like has that similar name. <laughs> but um, yeah, name, but not the same product. <laughs> no, but like I noticed that whenever there was a Neil's Yard Dairy, there was usually a Neil's Yard Remedy nearby. <laughs> so if you see it, you're okay, probably nearby. So somebody's following. Okay, got it, got it. Yeah. Covent Garden, that's uh-huh. nice. Is that where I've heard of something called the Arches? Is that there? No, the Arches, the Arches? The Arches is their warehouse. So um, that is, you know, where the sales team is. The Arches is their warehouse, okay. And then where they ha- they store the cheese and do some, a little bit of affinage on like the softer cheeses and, cheeses and whatnot, which okay. was very confusing because when I was... First, getting directions to go to the arches. I had that dress, but then, you know, of course I got lost. And then um, it's really close to the London Tower Bridge. So I was like, uh-huh. mm, maybe they met this arch on the bridge. <laughs> so I'm like walking towards the bridge and I get closer and I was like, you know what? I don't think this is a good spot for a cheese warehouse. I'm pretty sure I'm going the wrong direction. Um, but I, I eventually found it. Oh my it. gosh, but you made it. So the arches is actually, it. um, it's a building underneath like the train tracks. So it's a bunch, um, there's all kinds of like, um, there's Neil's Yard Dairy. I passed by some like um, like breweries or some other uh-huh. like um, like Spanish exporters or oh, wow. you know a couple restaurants. Um, yeah. So they're kind of like these little warehouse arch kind of ways distri- that people rent out for their business. Yeah, that is super cool. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Hey, you just brought something up that it ties in perfectly because we got a question from Christine 
Christina, you're traveling in Italy right now. And she ran into an Englishman who said he had never had a U.S. cheese. So he asked if, if there's any U.S. cheeses that you saw being sold in the U.K. Did you notice any there at any of the shops? Or I did. I did. You did? What did you see? What's, what's for sale there? So there's Please like... say it was good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. It was good stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> but... I don't know if it was in the greatest condition. I'm sorry. So I won't name right? where it was. Okay, no. <laughs> but um, but just what was it? What did you see? Uh, they had Humble Fog. They had okay. Pleasant Ridge Reserve. Um, I mm-hmm. think, I feel like they had um, Green Hill Camembert. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Which is like a newer and one. These um, are some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I tasted so the humble fog. I, <laughs> and I was like, Ooh. you did? Did it taste different to you there? It did taste different. <laughs> it yes. did taste different. See, that's interesting. Everything plays a part. The air, everything, right? Yeah. Think, it's good that you saw them. I think that that is a start. Because yeah. here in Paris, I cannot say that I have seen any American cheeses, which is why this could be an opportunity to start an American cheese shop in Paris. It could be, yeah. Think about that. Could be, that but, but getting be it there, so you just battle. it might <laughs> it might be an uphill battle. And then that whole, like you said, they were maybe perhaps weren't in the best condition. This is a tricky business to get it from point A halfway across the world to point B either side, and and have it be in the condition that makes it taste best, which is what everyone's concerned about in Europe to get it to the U.S. That it gets there in the right condition, right? Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So in answer to you, Christine, very little American cheese in the UK and Paris. Some, but I bet you that that the number will go up. So thank (laughs) you for asking. And any other questions, we're going to try to answer them. So bring them on. See if we can uh, help it out. Um, Okay. So back to Neil's yard. You also um, got to go to the Borough Market location. Is that right? Which is one of their, it's pretty, one of their most famous locations, I think. Yeah. I actually got to, to stay there. (laughs) Um, I literally (laughs) slept above the cheese for a couple nights Um, (gasps) you woke up with the the aroma of the fromage yeah so when I had to um, when I came home one night um, the shop was already closed so I had to like get get to where I was sleeping by going through like the shop which felt very like weird and uh, yeah still yeah, like okay, I like I'm just gonna <laughs> unlock the shop doors and like get to my bed. Um, so that was oh, really really great. cool. It's a really yeah. awesome um, shop, um, which is right like in the heart of like Borough Market, which is also very um, exciting. So if you're a foodie yeah. and you're going to London, I definitely recommend going to Borough Market and. Market. Um, is it like a public market, like a Liberty Public uh, in San Diego or a Pikes Market in Seattle? Something I'd say like more like Pikes Market, maybe uh-huh. like a blend okay. because there is a lot of like uh, prepared yeah. foods too, which I feel mm-hmm. like that's more mm-hmm. Liberty Station is a lot of prepared foods. Um, yeah, got it. Um, so I'd say a blend of both. Um, a really great atmosphere. Um there's also some restaurants lined like on the perimeter of the market. So a lot of people like mm-hmm. having a beer after work um, right there on, on the streets. So it was really cool. Um, yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Good, 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 good atmosphere. It's, very, very cool. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, 
Beautiful. And what about their shops, Jess? So what would you say is like same um, to shops like our Venissimo in the USA? And what was different? Like did, what, what struck you? <laughs> so many things. Um, it <laughs> so was, many things. <laughs> it was really a cool experience. Um, so they definitely, uh, well, we had to scrub in to work behind the counter. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we are definitely like cleanliness is definitely a priority and always wash our hands. But we literally sure. like I wore what they call wellies, which is like kind of like rain boots and a long uh-huh. apron. And you have to like scrub in, um, scrub your apron, scrub your boots, scrub, scrub everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so scrub, that scrub, was scrub. interesting being like so... Um, like in such like a lot of uniform. Um, so I got to get used to that. Right, um, right. And then also uh, all the cheeses out on the counter where in Venismo here, yeah. I don't know if that would fly, not, not necessarily because we wouldn't want to have it, but I don't know if um, the health exactly. department would yes. be so would cool about it. Um, so that was really oh. cool because it, it makes yeah. for a beautiful display. It allows for people to get really like up close and personal with the cheese and it makes for easy access for sampling. Um, so as soon as someone sure. comes in, um, their, their kind of theory or like motto is like get the cheese in the customer's hand. So um, right there, yeah. you know, you, as soon as someone comes in, your the goal is to get them a sample of cheese, which I feel like that's pretty mm-hmm. similar to our motto, like sample, sample, sample. Right. Let the cheese Please taste, taste, taste. Yeah. The cheese yeah. speak for itself. Obviously we're there to guide you if you're looking for something in particular or you're feeling over- overwhelmed, but I yeah. feel like that, um, uh, work ethic or that ethic is, is similar to ours. Um, sure. So and then yeah. they only have knives that they sample with. So that was challenging for me where we have like all different tools. We have planers, we have tasting spoons, we have right. tasting like toothpicks, uh, whatever. Toothpicks. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that was challenging. <laughs> <That's different. laughs> that was a little bit challenging, but a fun challenge. I enjoyed, enjoyed it. Um, and then yeah. one of the things I absolutely loved, which is really nerdy as a monger, is um, they have the wire cutters built into the counters. So like Ooh. for us, we have to turn around, turn and go yeah. to the table and like cut. But like there, right. they had several wires built into the actual counter of the cheese counter, <laughs> which I nice. was like, how yeah. do I get this counter? This is the bomb.com. Um, <laughs> oh, that is so cool. And I saw that today too, Jess. And again, I think, oh, we got to work on that. We'll, we'll think about this because yeah. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> but they have cool. a really beautiful display. And like I said, I like yeah. that it's open. It gives yeah. the customers, um, it gets them... I think up close and personal with the cheese and like I said, easy, easy for, um, sampling out. Um, yeah, right, right, right. And then having them at room temperature, which we know makes it taste even better. Yeah. Um, I mean, their rooms are, um, they do Mm -hmm. control the temperature because they are Mm -hmm. out. So that's how they can let them out. So they're, um, proper temperature. (laughs) Sure. Exactly. A proper where cheese is meant to be temperature. Yeah. Like a little wine cellar temperature. Yes, exactly. That's super awesome. Exactly. Very, very cool. Um, I understand you got to go, which one of the famous cheese shops there is called Paxton and Whitfield and (laughs) tell them who they supply 
cheese too, which I did not know. Uh, so Mariana, who is this, uh, the rep for um, the U.S., mm-hmm. she, after I worked a shift in Borough Market, we went and um, on like a little tour of London to other cheese shops. Yeah. So we went to, um, yeah, Paxson, Whitfield, which she told me was famous for supplying cheese for the queen. To the queen? Could you imagine? Did you get to deliver any to the queen? I, by chance? I didn't. I didn't. But and then also at Borough Market, there's several cheese counters there, and there was one cheese. I didn't send you the picture, but it kind of looks like uh-huh. a tatia, like the little you know pyramid. Yeah. Madonna. Okay. Madonna boob. I call it the Madonna bra <laughs> shape thing. Um, uh, and it's kind of like a brie style though. And uh-huh. the lady just kept going on and on about how this cheese was served at the royal wedding. And that uh, <gasps> Prince Harry was here last week and he had even commented like, Ooh. oh, yeah, I remember this was uh, served at the wedding. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very did exciting. Did you get to taste it? Did you get to I taste did, it? I did. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was, yeah. And? It, does like, Prince Harry have good taste? <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is cool. Yeah. It was uh-huh. really cool. The lives and, of people it touches. Yeah. And That's we also great. went to another cheese shop. Um called uh london cheesemongers uh-huh. uh, it's okay. like a smaller shop and then they have like a little tasting room above that was really um beautiful oh, nice. and kind of, kind of like a cute little area mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. i believe the the gentleman who runs it used to actually work for neil's yard dairy so um he is very knowledgeable and I think he has a really cool shop. Yeah. It's, it was really cool. A really cool shop. Did they have a good mixture, Jess, of um, not only English, you know, um, UK cheeses, but from, say, France or Spain or, you know. Neil's Yard Dairy or. Yeah. Um, yeah, Neil's Yard first and then the other shops. Did you think the selection, we, we try to have so many cheeses from all over the world. Was it similar amount of selection? So uh, Neil's Yard Dairy, they do concentrate on the best of the best of um, UK and Ireland. Mm -hmm. So theirs is more focused. I think they actually used to have a lot more variety of even just um, UK cheeses, but they really wanted to like focus in on like what they thought was the best representation of their their cheeses. So they're more Mm -hmm. specialized. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. And then um, the other shops, they did have like a variety of, um, European cheeses, not so much American mm-hmm. cheeses, though. Right. Back to that. Yeah. Ah, tricky. Tricky business. I know. Did you fall in love with any new favorites? Was there anything that we hadn't had that we now know about or should know about? Yeah. Actually, I, I think I have some coming <laughs> in. <laughs> Ooh, this so, is special, everybody. I've, special only had, I've only had harder cheeses from Neil's or Dairy and blue cheeses. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was there, um, and I am... I have to say I am a self-confessed uh, goat cheese fanatic. Hashtag you Gaga are. for goat cheese. Well, Hashtag promote the goat. It's because you love the goats. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the little goats. Um, yes. So they had some cheeses called Cynodon Hill. Um, it's kind of like a little pyramid-shaped uh, goat cheese that's Ooh. kind of a, I think it has like a little geo-rind. Um, yeah. Nice. Sounds uh, fancy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I really love, I sold a lot of that while I was working. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that goes, right? But Longer also, favorites fly off the shelf. It was very warm when I was there. Um, and I think people were kind of craving like those goat flavors, like a little lighter, a little, you know, lemony. Lemony. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, also, nice. there's a softer cheese called um, 
St. Jude um, that is um, a soft ripened cheese. But then they also, what they do is they'll get St. Jude in at the warehouse and then they do a treatment to it where they um, wash it every couple of weeks. So they mist it with a salute, like a salt solution oh, and yeah. then brush mm-hmm. it. And then um, okay. after a couple of weeks of doing that, they'll put it in a little wooden box and then they'll do one more mm-hmm. round of brushing. Um, and so then that is called St. Sarah. So it's basically like a wash or a treated version of St. Jude. Um, and I actually okay. got to do that process. I got to brush and wash the oh, cheeses nice. and, and then I got to put some in the boxes and stuff. Yeah. Um, th- those are really fun and delicious. And then um, one of the cheeses I really loved was um, was Cardo. So I had tasted mm-hmm. Cardo while I was there uh, the first day. Cardo. And then yeah. um, the like one of the third days I was working the warehouse, the lady who actually makes the cheese, uh, Mary... She was working in the mm-hmm. in the warehouse, and so I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's the one that makes Cardo! Oh my she, gosh, she's right over there!" It's just so good, and I love yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and she was really sweet. So um, she she yeah. has a little farm in Somerset, and um, they make Cardo. And the cool thing about that is, I think it's one of the only plant based um, coagulant cheeses that they have. So most of their uh-huh. cheeses okay. are traditional rennet, and then um, yeah. they break the um, curds up by hand. They don't use any like oh, steel wow. harp cuttings. Um, and then I just okay. think it's cool that she spends one, like I think one or two of her days out of the week and she comes to the, um, so she'll travel to the arches and she'll kind of like care for some of the cheeses and yeah. um, clean them up or like um, whatnot. That's nice, right? So yeah, yeah. I thought that was really Again, cool. That- right. Attention to detail. She knows how she wants that cheese to be, right? She wants to put out the best cheese she can and she takes such care into it is that what you what, what you think makes european cheeses so spectacular I is that one of the things yeah. I've, tr- I, I've got an opinion too but yeah yeah uh, i think part of it and then the, the proximity helps i mean if if your farm is 50 miles away it makes it easier to come and show up and, and take good care of the, the product right yeah i think sense. that also helps too yeah. yeah like everything is so right. much closer uh, i mean it's still far but yeah. closer than us like I, the sure. closest like cheesemaker to us is so so far away. So so far away. Yeah, exactly. It's so interesting too. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think there's many things that make these European cheeses so great. The uniqueness of the recipes, the styles. Right. Um. Don't get me started about the raw milk. I think that plays a big part of it. Somebody, yeah. Which we'll talk about next week because I ate a oodles of raw milk cheese today. That was just fabulous. I don't know. It's really cool. But some of the things that you're talking about, don't you agree? A lot of um, U.S. cheesemakers are doing some of that, those same techniques. They and, are, and yeah. And bringing that to the States, right? Yeah. Yeah. And some that's of, really cool. Some of my favorite cheeses that I tend to gravitate towards are actually domestic cheeses. Um, that's great, right? Yeah. yeah. I think there's... That's super uh, fun, Jess. Because it's still like new here, there's not like a ton of um, history here yet where people Mm -hmm. are like, yeah, there's a little more, um, creative freedom. So people get to take what people have already come up with the great, great, great recipes and techniques that people have already, um, perfected. And then they get to, so we, I feel like there's some people here that, yeah, yeah, they get to do like a twist on it or their version of it. And I think that's exciting and new. And so it, yeah. yeah. That's for a unique, really great. A unique really great flavor. Jess. 
<laughs> right, right. Unique profile. So this is really awesome, Jess. Thanks for sharing the stories. You said you ordered some of these new things from Neil's Yard. Do we have an ETA of when, when those might arrive? Uh, I think August. So we'll have, I think I got some roll right too, which is like a custardy wash rind cheese. Um, cause I was really fascinated by a lot of the softer cheeses. And then we have had this, but we're bringing it back, which is Stitchelton, which is, um, kind of, I, I feel like it might be kind of one of the stars of Neil, Neil's yard dairy. So yeah. it's, um, it's their raw milk version of Stilton, um, made yes. by, uh, Joe Schneider. Um, and yeah. I got to, and that that's was, really special. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Super, super creamy. Um, it's raw milk. So there's also obviously some of those, um, milk quality flavors in there, but also he right. uses a little bit of, um, little starter and a longer make time. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay. it's kind of a unique recipe that is, uh, I, I'm interested to see how our customers react to it. Cause yeah, we already have Stilton, really good. we already have Stilton lovers and it'll be fun to do a side by side, right? Yeah. That would could, be really like, fun. remember the old days they had the Pepsi versus Coke wars. Maybe you could do a Stilton versus Stickleton war. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> blindfold. We'll blindfold ourselves and see the difference, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think there's <laughs> yeah. a war. We don't have to make a war of it. Not a war. No, 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 no. Okay. That's true. That's the wrong word. Yeah. <laughs> we don't like war. I think we'll, you we'll like just have a contest. Uh, we're going to have a tasting. A taste yeah, test. Something yeah. like that. A taste <laughs> test. Yeah, but really, really fun, Jess. Um, well, thank you for um, speaking to me um, and for going on that adventure across the pond to learn all about the new things because I know you bring it back. Yeah. And I know you also went to Amsterdam. You got to do some of the, see some of the Goudas, right? I did. I, I went to Beamster, yeah. the Beamster factory, which was. And Beamster makes yummy things. Did you see, what were they making? Or did you get to see them make? something that we have oh my gosh it's like the biggest yeah. facility i've ever been to so i didn't you see it from afar but um the landscape mm -hmm. over there is amazing um and their yeah. claim to fame i guess now is that they're they said they're the greenest cheese facility so um i like that they are making efforts to keep it keep it green Yes, keep everything green. Yeah. So the the grass the cows eat is green. Then the facility <laughs> itself, right, does recycle and does everything sustainable. Isn't that what you're talking about? Too? Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, the whole production is green. I heard that about like Heineken too. Like they don't now buy even their own power. They generate things from the manure from the cows and that makes the power and everything is used. And yeah. That's kind of fascinating Which is also too. That over is there, really so, cool. So you're saying yeah. the same with Beamster. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fun. And Beamster we have at the shop. We have lots of Beamster products, so people have to come in and, and taste those yummy, yummy things. Realize how good they are, right? Yeah. Yes. Number one bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, I think we're, it's about time to go. Yeah. I want to thank you, Jess, for speaking to me. Um, it's time for me to go drink some wine. It is almost eight o'clock in Paris oh, and it's no. been hours since I've had any. So, um, thanks everyone for tuning in to this epic, uh, live from Paris day. Uh, next week we're actually going to be, um, having spoken to, uh, the Biver cheese people mm -hmm. and there's a big story behind them. They not only do affinage, affinage of cheese, but they also make a bunch of them. And we're going to show you all about it. We talked to uh, the son of the family, Fabrice, today. I'm going to share a lot of that story with you next week when we are back at noon on Tuesdays. 
But thanks for tuning in today. And Jess, everyone, Specialty Produce Network, everyone out there, ciao. Keep eating cheese. And um, thanks for listening. And be sure to follow us if you can anytime. Um, obviously, we're live on Facebook at Noon on Tuesdays. We have a blog, Noon on Tuesday. Uh, Instagram, all that jazz. Follow us and um, enjoy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> it worked. It worked, Roger. It worked.